Hey guys, it's Jesse. Hey, quick reminder, if you have not done so yet, head over to lovethatneighborhood.org and apply to come serve with Love That Neighborhood for an entire year. Our September term is coming up soon. The deadline will be coming in July. And we want you to come and serve with us. We have 20 different internship tracks that you can choose from. We're going to support you from a thousand different angles with good, intentional community, with a mentor, with a life coach, with a vibrant small group. We're going to help you grow and change as a person. But also, you're going to make a real difference in the lives of hurting people. So again, head over to lovethatneighborhood.org and apply now. Okay, on to the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm Jesse Eubanks. I hope you've been enjoying these short stories. You know, today's episode, it's the third short story that we've shared. We've got two more for you after today's episode. And all of this is going to keep rolling out before season three starts. And today's story actually comes from our very own producer, technical director, and editor of the Love That Neighborhood podcast, Rachel Zabo. I had kind of a different first day of school experience. I mean, sure, I had all the stereotypical feelings. You know, I was both excited and nervous, wondering would I like my teachers, would I make any friends, that sort of thing. That's not what made my first day of school different. What made my first day of school different was that I didn't go to my first day of school until I was 19 years old. You see, I was homeschooled from kindergarten all the way through high school graduation. So for me, going to school meant walking downstairs to my basement. I didn't really know what school meant for other people. Now, I'm not saying I didn't like being homeschooled. I did. But it's like, you know how when you're a kid and you and your buddies make up these secret clubs and you have secret handshakes and code words and there's always that one kid who was not allowed to be in the club? Well, for me, school was that secret club and I was that one kid. I wasn't in on all the code words. Words like homeroom. What was homeroom? Maybe you didn't want to be at school and so for part of the day you pretended you were back at home? I didn't know. My entire life, I was never part of the club. And then I enrolled in college. But I didn't know how the school stuff worked. And so even though I was in, I was really afraid of messing something up. Like, what if they found out that I was a homeschooler and didn't know all the ins and outs of this club? Would they revoke my membership? I decided I was going to have to play it cool. So I did. The day before my classes started, while everyone else was hanging out and having fun, I did a mock run of my school day. Like, I literally packed my backpack with all my books and walked to every single class in order more than once. I made sure I knew where I was going and found every one of my classrooms, except for one, intro to cinematography. And that's because on my schedule where the classroom number should have been, instead, there were three terrifying letters, TBD to be determined. 
oh great, more code language. In my school experience, anytime I didn't know something, I just asked my mom. And if she didn't know, then I would go ask my dad. And if he didn't know, well, I guess I would just have to wait until I die and went to heaven and ask God. So to be determined, to be determined by who and when? And I felt like these were questions normal school going people inherently knew the answers to. But unfortunately, I inherently knew nothing. I wasn't gonna blow my cover though. So my first day of school comes and I successfully make it to all my morning classes. Thank you, please hold your applause. But the to be determined on my cinematography class was still there. I was gonna have to find somebody to ask. So I decided to try the student affairs office. It's got the word student in it. I'm a student. I thought that made sense. So I walk to the office and there's a woman sitting behind a tall wooden desk. And I'm thinking to myself, don't look dumb, don't look clueless, look like you're part of this club, look like you are a confident, school-going person. What I actually said was, um, hi, can I help you? The woman asked. Yes, I said, can you tell me where this class is meeting? I pointed to the TBD on my cinematography class. She clicked some keys on her computer and said, looks like it's in TH-104. Oh, uh, okay, thank you. Ha! <laughs> I had done it. I walked out of the office feeling rather proud of myself for having navigated this confusing world known as school. I was rocking this club. So, TH-104 was in the basement of the theater building. Down there, everything was painted white. It had those headache-inducing fluorescent lights, and it was always really, really cold. So, as I'm walking, confidently, down the hall to TH-104, suddenly, I realize something is not right because it's really quiet down here. Like, too quiet. And when I get to room 104, the lights are off and the room is empty. So where was the class? We'll be right back. So recently we asked some of our Love That Neighborhood alumni to share about their experience serving with us. And so this is Joseph Williams. He's a pharmacist in Charleston, West Virginia now. And he served with us several years ago. And here's what he had to say about his experience. LTN really taught me service. Uh, it was just great to see other individuals the same age as me with the heart of service, um, serving individuals that may be less fortunate than, than we're used to and people that grew up differently than we have. So find your social justice internship supported by Christian Community by heading over to lovethyneighborhood.org and applying today. Welcome back. I'm Jesse Eubanks. Okay, back to Rachel in the empty classroom of TH-104. I check my watch. I look at my schedule. It's the right time. I check the clock on the classroom wall. Yep, right time. Immediately, my heart starts pounding harder in my chest. I think somehow I've missed my class. And suddenly, I realize my club membership is on the line. Could they kick me out for this? Maybe that's what they wanted all along. Maybe this was a setup. Maybe, out of hatred for the poor homeschooler, the teacher has completely changed the schedule and my class is all sitting in some comfortable room laughing to themselves at the thought of the homeschooler alone in this cold, echoey classroom. No, I tell myself, it can't be. You've come too far. And so, I march back to student affairs. 
the same lady is still sitting at the desk. And I'm thinking to myself, no more Miss Nice Homeschooler. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, mm-mm, you've got a storm coming, baby. What I actually said was, uh, hi again. Are you sure this class is meeting in TH-104? Yes, she said. Oh, I said, because I was just there and all the lights were off and no one was in there. Well, that's where it's meeting, she said, and she went back to typing. At this point, I'm not really sure what to do. Maybe this is just a joke. Like, maybe some kind of initiation ceremony. Yeah, or hazing. I'd seen hazings in movies before. Well, I decided to walk back over to TH-104, and maybe my class would all be there, and they'd tell me, congratulations, you passed the test. But when I get back, it's still empty. I sink into one of the desk chairs in the middle of the room, and I actually start crying like a little kid who's lost her mom at the mall. Except I'm 19, and I've lost an entire class. And once again, I was that kid. That kid who's not allowed into the club. And as I'm sitting in the dark classroom, thoughts racing, tears streaming, I suddenly hear people, people coming this way, coming to TH-104. I quickly try to compose myself, but... It's too late. My nose is runny. My eyes are red and puffy. I've clearly been crying. The class files in and I feel like an idiot. The teacher comes in, sees me, and goes, Have you been here this whole time? Reluctantly, I nod, waiting for him to tell me I failed, to tell me I had no place in this club known as school. Instead, he says, Oh, well, we started class outside today doing some camera exercises. You missed it, but that's okay. We'll get you caught up. And class continued on as normal. And even to this day, I kid you not, it is still a complete mystery to me what happened that first day of class. I don't know how everyone else knew to meet outside except for me. I guess there's always going to be parts of the club that I don't get. But that day did help me realize something. Sometimes I am going to be different. Sometimes I won't know all the code words or the secret handshakes. And sometimes I may look stupid for not knowing, but none of those things ever mean that I can't still be part of the club. Thank you to our storyteller for this episode, Rachel Zabo. If you would like to share God's love with people who are poor and marginalized, those who also feel like they are not part of the club, come serve with Love Thy Neighborhood. We offer social justice internships supported by Christian community for young adults ages 18 to 30. Learn more and apply at lovethyneighborhood.org. Music for today's episode comes from Lee Rosevere and Pottington Bear. Theme music and commercial music from Murphy DX. Which of these was a neighbor to the man in need? The one who showed mercy. Jesus tells us, go and do likewise.